0: Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Tribe of Leaders podcast. Today's guest is Sonia Farrell, and she recently made a huge transition from industrial engineering and her 18-year career as a corporate leader and jumped into the more flexible lifestyle of being an entrepreneur and a values coach. We talked about how identifying and using your core values can be a guidepost in your decision-making and help you be more successful. She also shares one of the things that she learned early on in her career, and that is to accept feedback and not take things personally is one of the key factors in success. My name is Emmy Kirshner. I'm a serial entrepreneur and investor. The one thing that I get asked all the time is, how do you achieve success in business and make an impact? In each episode of the Tribe of Leaders podcast, you'll hear from entrepreneurs and visionaries who share how their leadership has changed not only their lives, but the lives of everybody around them. Hey, could you do me a quick favor? Take a screenshot of this podcast episode right now and post it on your Instagram and tag me and anybody else who you think could benefit from it, especially if you've been finding value. I'm so grateful for you listening. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Tribe of Leaders podcast. I am, as always and as every week, so super excited to bring Sonia Farrell with you. She is a values coach. She's just starting her business and has had an incredible journey of leadership and stepping up and stepping into taking on new challenges. So Sonia, welcome to the podcast. I'm really glad that you're here.
1: Thank you so much for having me, and I'm so excited and grateful
0: for you for this platform. I love it. Awesome, awesome. Share with everybody a little bit about your background.
1: Oh boy. So, my background is actually in industrial and systems engineering, and I worked in that field for about 18 years. And I evolved from the corporate engineering career to really create the space for personal growth, reflection, and transformation, because that's what the leadership work did for me once I went to get my master's in leadership. But um, my background initially was as an industrial
0: engineer. Which is incredible. So what made the shift for you or what was the moment where you were like, I want to go get my master's in leadership after being in something that for me sounds really like tech heavy and very um, detail oriented. Like a totally different part of your brain.
1: And this is really interesting because I never thought I would have a business. I mean, my dad was a business owner. His dad was in a way a business owner as well. But I just never thought I needed business. And everyone in engineering would go back to get an MBA. And I just told myself, I don't want to do an MBA. And I even tried studying a little bit for the GMAT. And then I said, I don't, I'm not sure if this is what I want. If I'm going to go back to school, I want to be able to learn something that I'm going to enjoy. And somehow the master's in leadership fell in my lap and I just loved it because it was all about connecting with people. And that was the part that I feel I was missing.
0: Wow. Okay, cool. So you finished that and now you're starting your business. Um, you know, what, what made you decide to become an entrepreneur instead of potentially going back into corporate? Well, it all started with,
1: as an entrepreneur wanting more flexibility, I have a seven year old and I wanted to spend more time with her and being in corporate and working as an engineer and being in charge of one or two departments, it was Hard to make that time. Mm-hmm. And then I also knew that I loved the leadership work and I wanted to get back into that. And I just didn't know how, Emmy. I, I said, how, how, how for a long time. And eventually I went back and reconnected with the staff and I started volunteering, doing workshops where we brought in emotional intelligence, mm-hmm. effective communication. And uh, values to women that had been incarcerated. It was a uh, maximizing opportunities for moms. And when I, what I started seeing is these moms becoming aware of their patterns and becoming aware of what their experiences and not wanting those experiences for their kids and wanting to shift their future and were committed to being a role model for their kids. And that's when I said, wow, this work is beautiful. Mm-hmm. And I I want to continue being part of the leadership work and transformation.
0: Wow. I love it. So how are you working with your clients now? So right
1: now I'm working with, um, emerging leaders that are wanting to advance in their career. And what I look at is I look at their personal values and I guide them to tap into their role and their pretension by bridging that gap and developing the, value, the values that they need to act and move forward confidently in the direction that they're going to fulfill their goals and dreams.
0: And what does that... What does that look like for them? Like when you start to bridge the gap, what happens for them?
1: So one simple example is a lot of times one of the values that can be missing is self-worth. And um, people may want to develop their confidence or accept compliments and all and accept themselves, but they're not there yet because they haven't developed their their self-worth. So then we get to go back and look at um, what is self worth look like for you mm-hmm. and how can we start developing that so that we can move on to the next? Because the values come in phases. So you can't skip, you know, um, self worth and become confident. So right. it's really taking those steps to get to the next phase.
0: Okay. Excellent. And let's talk about values for a minute just so that we're, um, clear for everybody too because you and I talked about this before we started recording and I had said that it's a really important part of the, the training I do with my uh, community and my people and having well really knowing and honing in on what your core values are and what your you know what's most important to you. So how do you start to get somebody to identify what their values are if they haven't really thought about it before. Right. So I use a survey and the survey has questions
1: that trigger they trigger what their current values are what their foundational values and also what they Mm -hmm. desire in the future so um one example would be if i this is you know just doing it in simple forms um if we took a few values like work friends education family um fun and we, we just ask people to um, prioritize those values. Which one's more important for you? Work, friends, family, and then prioritize those. And it could be really interesting because I could prioritize family and other people can prioritize fun, even though we have the same values. Right. We just, and that's how we have different perspectives. So that right. values are amazing because they not only help see what are your values? What are your passions? And, you know, understanding these, but they also help you see what are the values of other people so that Mm -hmm. we can communicate better and see their perspective.
0: Yeah, we did. um, I think it was like two years ago, my kids and I sat down and did family, we did our individual values. And then we did family core values. And everybody got to pick two of their core values to put into the family core values. And then we narrowed it down to five. And it was really cool because um, three of us had like the same thing, but it didn't, I don't remember which one it was either at the moment, but it all meant different things for us. So we really had to like drill down and identify like what that word meant and defining it in a a very complete detailed way, which was so helpful as we were starting new projects, Um, my kids in school, and then I was doing some new work stuff. So do you find that with the people that you work with too, they have a new sense of clarity?
1: Yes, because they're able to link stories with, oh, why is family and security like in my foundation? And uh, definitely. And a lot of times um, with, coworkers or even family members where they prioritize other things. <laughs> right. Right.
0: It's incredible. and I want to transition a little bit to here because we've talked about, you know, the core values, which is, is again, so important. Um, I'd love to talk about a little bit about how uh, leadership has impacted your journey. And uh, one of the things that you mentioned on, you know, your intake survey was, was getting feedback and not taking it personally why was this so important for you
1: yes cuz now i i love getting feedback because i see it as a way to help me grow but back then you know after i got my engineering degree when i would get feedback i would take it personal because i was thinking oh my god i'm trying my my best and you're telling me that i'm um not communicating effectively or mm-hmm. and um and i would take it personal and I laugh now, but what leadership really taught me is that there's, there's many distinctions, you know, one of them being, um, taking responsibility because we are the authors of our lives, taking responsibility and not blaming others, taking responsibility and not saying, well, you think I'm not, I didn't do as good because blah, blah,
0: blah but really taking responsibility of what we're doing. Right. And then how do you see that affecting other people once they're being accountable and responsible for their actions? Well, we stop
1: that, um,
0: blaming, looking for excuses,
1: coming up with stories and we just become responsible. You know, if I'm late to a meeting, I, I'm responsible for it. I'm not going to blame other people because one, if I didn't check my time, if I didn't check what the email that showed the meeting time. So we become responsible in that sense.
0: Okay, great, great. How do you think that this, both getting feedback and um, the values can affect the habits that people have?
1: That's a really good question. So getting feedback and looking at our habits at habits, you know, it's something that we do automatic and the feedback helps us create a way to start learning something new, start a new practice so that we can grow. So implementing habits is really implementing something that you want to grow in whatever area it is. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense?
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. And the, the, reason why I'm I'm thinking about this right now is, you know, you're about to launch this incredible success for, or Habits for Success uh, Summit, uh, which I have the honor to be a part of. And I'm really thinking that between the core values and what you said about feedback, that the next step is developing habits that really allow you to take in what's working, what's not working, and align that with your values. So can you tell a little bit more about the summit? Yes, yes. Um, The summit is filled with amazing influencers and
1: entrepreneurs and coaches such as yourself who provide great information for people that are wanting to start a side business, for people that already have a business, and for people that are just wanting to learn, empower their mind and get tips and strategies because there's an array of things when it comes to, for example, what you shared in terms of how do I increase my sales? How do I increase my connections? Mm-hmm. So creating that habit and I, I actually use this um, habit um, monthly tracking uh, sheet that I post on on the wall in front of me and I keep looking at, okay, how many people have i connected with this month and you know i keep doing a check mark each time for each day of the month because it's creating that new habit right Right. that's one example but there are other uh, influencers that are talking about well nowadays with things changing it's time to develop or use the digital platforms and how do we do that how do we create connections community consistency and And it's just filled with a
0: lot of great information. Awesome. Awesome. So we're going to share the link for that because that starts um, next week. And if you want to hop on and learn about how habits can help you be more successful, uh, you definitely want to sign up for it. Because I know, Sonia, you have just incredible um, coaches and influencers and entrepreneurs who are sharing all of their best knowledge. Yeah.
1: And it's... um, a a variety of stuff, including how do we create the habit to meditate or to embody our greatest self? And also, um, you know, things that we may not be doing, but as things shift, you know, what are the things that you want to incorporate? And yes, the the link is habits, the number four, habitsforsuccess.org. And I know you're going to be sharing it as well.
0: Yeah, absolutely. We'll have it linked up in the show notes, et cetera. So, um, I'm really excited about it. It's going to be, I think, an incredible um, learning time and, and experience for everybody, particularly with everything that's just going on in the world right now.
1: Definitely. And um, yeah, and I also wanted to share, um, since we were talking about values, and values is really another distinction of leadership because it's, it's what really holds our vision and our passions.
0: Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. I want to thank you so much for being on today because this has been so helpful. And I share your passion around identifying values and helping bridge those gaps that people have.
1: Yes. Um, thank you. And and like I said, I'm, I'm new. I left corporate about two years ago and it was not easy. It was not easy because I, I kept staying in the fear of the unknown, really. And, um, and I learned a lot, I learned a lot and really finding that community and the Uh community that you're creating with this podcast is, it's really golden.
0: Awesome. What was, was it the community that that you've learned uh, or been your biggest learning experience, um, over the last two years, as you kind of hopped out of being afraid of the unknown?
1: You know, and a lot of times it's, we think we could do things ourselves, but the reality is no. So being able to um, reach out for help, get a mentor, get a coach, that was a big thing for me. And then finding that community because there's a lot of different networks out there and just be okay with asking questions and with saying no, if it's not, if it doesn't
0: fit with you. So finding that right tribe, it's, it's big. It is. It is. I totally agree with you. And I love the people that have become a part of the tribe of leaders here and in my community on Facebook. So uh, I'm glad that we are aligned in that way as well. So thank you again, Sonia. And to everybody who is listening, stay tuned. We have another exciting episode for you next week. Great.
1: Thank you, everyone. And be in excellence.
0: As an entrepreneur. Do you ever feel isolated, like you're just grinding away and not getting to the place or reaching the goals that you want? Maybe you've realized that you just spent days, weeks, or even months trying to accomplish something only to figure out that the answer that you have would have saved you all of that time. I know I've had that experience and my clients have as well. And that's why I created the Tribe of Leaders Biz School. Get the accountability, the training, and the knowledge base in a community of like-minded people who are there to support you. Go ahead and check it out. It's thetribeofleaders.com.